Hello, you're listening to Spirit Life Teachings with T. Jason Price, founder of Power for Freedom Ministries. Check out full sermons, encouraging words, and more on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and website, all linked in our show notes. Now, here's T. Jason Price. So we're going to start uh, with prayer, getting the signal. We're good to go. And then we're going to talk about being comforted in our afflictions and our struggles and our trial and how the Lord comforts those. And so super powerful uh, understanding from God about what happens when we go through things and what we're supposed to do with them. And obviously, we want to grow and mature and be everything that God has called us into his kingdom, using our gifts, talents, everything he's given us to do. Uh, we want to make sure we pay attention and follow him. All right. So, TJ Price, Power for Freedom Ministry, Spirit Life. We're going to get started. Father, we thank you for uh, this message tonight. We thank you for your hand in our life. We ask you, God, that you would help us grow to mature and develop in us the character, the nature, the ability, maturity, the boldness, the confidence, everything we need, Father, to fulfill our call in your kingdom, building, leading those to you, uh, just advancing the kingdom. Father, we just ask that you would open our spiritual ears, open our spiritual eyes tonight, that you would help us retain this word and let it deep into us, that we would be able to grasp everything you have. Lord, we thank you for all that you do. Thank you for the things that we can see and the things we haven't even seen yet. Father, we love you. We give our life to you the best that we can. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. All right, so turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. We're going to go to verse 2. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all affliction so we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with a comfort in which we ourselves are comforted by. And so you understand that we are comforted by God in our affliction so that we can comfort those who are in affliction uh, as well by the same comfort we received. Just as the suffering of Christ abounds to us, so also our comfort abounds or binds through Christ. So here's a principle, and I talk about a lot, where you can't give what you don't have. Okay, And people say, well, give you an example on that, love. You know, it's hard to give love if you don't have love, and we know love comes from God. And so a lot of things like that, and in my personal belief of Scripture, almost everything that we do, if not everything, comes from a place of us having it first. And there are some things we can't experience, like the fullness of His mercy and His grace and His love. So there are limits on that, but that's only because in these bodies and this understanding, we can't really fully grasp that. But we still can give out of grace when we receive and out of mercy as we receive and love as we know the Father. And here tonight I want to talk to you about comfort. And we want to talk about comfort when we are afflicted or comfort when we're going through things because we're all going to go through things. And to tell somebody in a Christian walk, you're never going to go through anything. Well, if you've been a Christian for a while, if you've been alive for a while, you know that's not true because we will go through things. Now, people debate back and forth if God allows these things, if God puts this on you on purpose, if God's training you with them. It's a great teaching. We can get into it sometime. But tonight we want to stick to in our afflictions, right? In the things that we go through in our life. And we know that sometimes we go through a lot of stuff. It can get hard. 
But in that, we're supposed to find a comfort from God that surpasses the understanding or surpasses the normal natural realm of comfort. We're supposed to be strengthened in those things. We're supposed to be shored up. You know, that word comfort is a lot more than just like an emotional feeling. It's shore you up and strengthen, you know, to really get you through it. And God wants you to and me to be able to go through circumstance or life and understand in the comfort of what we're going through. Uh, let me grab my, uh, my other translation here. That the comfort that we're going through is not just something uh, that is supposed to just weigh on us and not produce anything, right? So we're supposed to be comforted in the things we go through. So they produce something. So we actually grow. Everything in the kingdom of God is to grow us, to move us forward into maturity and understanding. So if you're going through something, you have two choices. You might have three, but we'll talk about two. You can sit there and just, you know, complain about what you're going through and how hard it is. And I get it. No one likes afflictions, whether they're light or heavy or anything. We don't like them at all. And we can all sit there and complain about them. Or we can really embrace and, and tap into God's comfort, which is a choice that we have to make in our afflictions in the trials of our life and the things that we go through we have to decide within us if we are going to push into the comfort that god gives the understanding the peace the love if we are going to go into that direction with it or if we're going to sit there and become jaded and hardened and bitter and maybe even angry uh, maybe get upset start blaming god why this why that we have to look at it as an opportunity that's the direction we're going to go tonight i'm going to challenge you a little bit to say, if you're going through something tonight, I want you to look at it as an opportunity. I want you to embrace it as in you deserve it or don't embrace it as in, um, you know, this is some punishment or something God's doing to you mean or you open a door. And, you know, there's so many variables that people ask me questions about later that I, I can't possibly answer them all. But let's say you're going through something tonight. OK, there's something in your life, maybe through the holidays is going to be rough for you and you're you're just be afflicted and it's it's a hard thing you're going through we want to choose to make sure we see this as a learning lesson for us to push into the comfort of god for what reason well so one we can be comforted but two in verse four who comforts us in all our afflictions so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort you know, read that with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Okay, so maybe you're going through something rough. Maybe you're uh, part right now in your life where you're broke. You just you don't have any money. Things are rough right now. And use this opportunity to, one, see the miracles and the blessings of God. But two, use this opportunity to understand God's comfort in that, to really see his hand in your life. Take that as a learning lesson, as a, a tool in uh, you know your belt. You know, like if you're wearing a tool belt of tools that you can use in kingdom building and someday down the road when you run into someone who's broke or going through hard times or life financially you can take verse four and you can apply in the comfort in which you received you can comfort them in the affliction they're going by now why is this so important because money people want to give you like the what you should do or what you ought to do or just advice but they don't really have any foundational or any real substance of God in them to to give you that comfort or just using their head or what they read or what they think is a good idea and they connect it maybe to saying well I believe this is what God would do but there's a difference between what you believe God would do and what God actually has done and people who have been through stuff it's not a bragging right of we've been through it it is a 
I found comfort in this situation. I can now, by the comfort in which I received, I can use that and help comfort you in what you're going through. It's kingdom building. It's the whole part of what we're doing. The whole reason we're here is to keep building the kingdom of God, keep advancing forward. And really what we are trying to achieve is a unity of faith in Christ and understanding in him. And we do this by keep demonstrating who he is. And the more that we all get on the same page by demonstrating who he is, by really revealing that to the lost and even to those fellow brothers and sisters who are saved, because not everyone knows in the way we do, that we can help strengthen the faith. In other words, strengthen the bond between Jesus and us, and that will help and it will grow the kingdom in unity. And unity is not conformity, but unity is in the same sense of we belong to the same Lord, we have the same king, and that's powerful. We can do a lot working together, a lot more than working apart. Uh, we want to take and really stop with our our complaining and our jadedness, our bitterness and all this and start saying, okay, I, I signed up, right? Like I enlisted into the kingdom of God. I said, Lord, I give you my life. You're the Lord of my life. I'm giving my life to you. When you did that, you should assume that everything that happens from that point on in your life is a father-filtered life. Now, the Bible says do not suffer for being an evildoer. Do not suffer for being a murderer or a drunkard or this and that. So if you're going through affliction and it's self-caused through sin, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just life, the things we go through. I'll give you another example. It has nothing to do with anything you've done right or wrong. It's just part of life. If you have a loved one that passes away, goes to heaven, they, they move on, the Lord took them home, they, you know, it's time. Well, there's not a reason for it. It's called life. It happens. People go home. In that, did you find comfort? Did you find peace, strength? Did you find the Lord in that, that you can give that now to someone who's going through it? If you've been in a horrible relationship, if you've been divorced, if you've been in an abusive relationship, and I'm not, listen, again, I'm not saying these things are okay. I'm not saying that you deserve, I'm not making it right at all. I'm just saying we have a, uh, an opportunity to change our perspective in these situations and look into it and say, well, hey, I found comfort through Christ in this situation. And when you run into someone, you can then, through that comfort, give into their situation through what you received. Maybe you've been hurt in church. Maybe uh, you've had a, a word spoken in your life that didn't come true or produced bad results. Maybe uh, you had a healing that didn't happen the way you wanted or you knew someone. There's, there's so many things that have happened to people that really don't connect to a, a right or wrong. It's just part of living, right? It's part of humanity. It's part of being here. And then there is also the guidance of the Holy Spirit and guidance directing us and, and suffering for the sake of the gospel, which Paul was very, uh, very excited to do and almost welcomed it because if Christ suffered, we want to join his suffering, right? Uh, in verse 5, for just as the suffering of Christ abound to us, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. Like, we want to be a part of every part, his rejoicing, his celebration, his suffering, his glory in the end. We want all of it. And so it's a part of it. It's a part of being a Christian. It's not a part of we pick and choose. It's the whole package. This is what you get. But we're supposed to be able to, in all circumstances, give thanks to God, see his comfort, understand his mercy and grace. We're supposed to act different than the world. We're supposed to be able to find in the midst of the storm, right? We find comfort. We find the peace. In the midst of chaotic and confusion, we find that comfort. We find that understanding, that peace. In the midst of a nation, 
right now that's in turmoil and the economy out of control and uh, children uh, being targeted under attack spiritually and all these different things that are happening, we find peace. We find comfort that comes from him. And so we take that and we use that. We, we take that as one of the very grounding platforms of who we are. And out of that place, we use our gift that maybe God's gift you for healing, deliverance, prophecy, signs, wonders, wherever God has gift you, teaching, pastoring, working with children, uh, maybe the gift of helps, whatever God's gift you. We take that platform of comfort that we've learned to receive and to live in in these situations that we've been through. And in that, we minister out of from a place of also compassion, but we can comfort people by saying, I've been there, here's how the Lord, or I know what it's like, here's how the Lord, and when you lay hands on someone, when you're given a word, when you're praying, there's a there's a faith connected between you and God for that miracle, that sign and wonder, that word to happen, that deliverance, but there's also a, a comforting, like a power within you of an understanding of a, a deeper level what the person's going through. Now, that will make you move different in the supernatural. That'll make you move different, um, you know, in your spiritual life. That'll make you really understand people, understand what they're going through, understand the, the natural and the spiritual. It will affect how you pray for people. It'll affect how you give words. It will affect uh, how you believe for healing and deliverance and signs and wonders and all that. Because it's out of those places where we learn the nature and the character of God. It's out of those places where we let him speak into us in what the world would consider the impossible place, right? The place of affliction. It's where we learn these very foundational things. They are reflected. In other words, they are seen or felt through when we are moving in our gifts. In other words, when the anointing is, is moving through you in your gifting, there's anointing always in you because Christ is in you. But when you're moving and operating in that, it's where you see the difference between people you look at and they minister and you say, man, there's something about them. I feel I connect to them. And then there's a difference where I feel like they're ministering, but there's a disconnect from them. Now, I'm not saying it's not godly. I'm not saying anything demonic. I'm saying there just feels like there's something there's something missing. And a lot of time what's missing is that, that foundation of understanding comfort in affliction. Well, a lot of people don't get comfort in affliction because a lot of people become bitter or jaded or upset or uh, blaming everyone or become victims because they don't want to really just embrace the situation because there should be an excitement of embracing the situation. I didn't say make it okay. I said embracing where you are. In other words, if you're in a sinking ship, you're in a sinking ship. You don't have to yell, it's not sinking and you know do all this weird. Just it's sinking. You embrace it. Because of the expectation or the hope and the promise of his comfort. I don't know how to explain it to you in the way I'd like to express it from my heart. But you you almost look at afflictions like an opportunity for the comfort. So when affliction comes, Paul said, I rejoice in them. For in my weakness, his strength is perfected. I rejoice. If I boast in anything, I'm going to boast in my weakness. Because he knew. And you know, and in your heart of heart, I know, we know this. That when affliction comes... When these trials and things come in our life, if they were a stepping point or if they were the the very thing that pushed you into the comfort of God, we wouldn't look at them the same way. We would look at them as, wow, here's an opportunity to grow with the Lord, to experience comfort on a level I never had before, and 
to be more qualified through him in what he's given me to give from that gift of comfort to those who are afflicted by the same comfort in which we were given. Now that starts opening your your spiritual sphere of influence. In other words, your your growth starts opening because as you understand comfort, as you understand the process of God in situations that seemingly shouldn't be comforted, that will start opening your spiritual authority. Not that Lord rewards you in that. No, that's not what I mean. It opens your spiritual authority because you now have a grasp of pushing through in warfare, in afflictions, to grab comfort. Because it is something we learn, and we have to learn how to push through in affliction to grab comfort. Now that strengthens you. And as you strengthen yourself in one area with God, it is a, a reflection uh, supernaturally that it is an outward thing seen in the spiritual realm that you are growing, right? It's a reflection. You're growing. And because of that growth, you will go different spiritual places because you are, you know, you're equipped, you're prepared, you have an understanding of battle. So now you're you're moving into a realm that you may not have been able to get there. A little confusing. Let me explain it. Look at it this way. Something bad happens in your life and it puts you down and out. You're complaining. You get bitter. You get jaded. Do you think that's a position that's going to expand your spiritual authority or move you into a place a little different than where God has for you? Like, Do you think it's going to be the thing that you're going to comfort someone else? No, it's not. Because if someone else is going through it, you're going to say things like, yeah, I've been there. It was horrible. Or, yeah, it was the worst thing that ever happened. I don't know what God was doing. And you're, you're going to start linking together, not hopefully not intentionally, but linking together, working against the things of God, not for the things of God. Okay, now look at the difference here. Same situation, the same person, but different, different choice of pushing into perspective of truth. Because truth is the comfort of God in our affliction. So you're not making this up. It's not a, I'm just going to, you know, fairy tales and stuff in my head. No, no, it's real. Comfort of God in affliction. He comforts us. That's a truth. That's a real thing. It's it's not a thought that you're having. It is a biblical truth. We're reading it in scripture. Same situation, same person. Push through and find that comfort, that peace, that uh, that that anointing, that power, that might, that grace, that mercy, that that moving forward with God, right? You find that. Now, you, you're, you're up. You're up. You're, you're in a situation you shouldn't be, but you're up. And now you, you see someone going through it, and you can tell them, this is what I did. This is what the Lord has done in my life. These are the things that I learned about his comfort in that situation, and God can share them with you as well. So let me pray with you. And you lay hands on him. You start praying. Guess what you're going to pray? You're going to pray the comfort of God. You're going to pray more of the character of God. You're going to pray the things that you found in him. In other words, your prayer is going to sound uh, thankful. It's going to sound rejoiceful. It's going to sound positive. It's going to sound uh, biblical and true. And it's going to be very edifying, encouraging, comforting. It's going to be where you know, not because you read it, but because you're standing there, the comfort of God is real. Like it is real. And that's going to put you into where that situation no longer bothers you. Why? Because comfort, you know, has the power to make affliction not seem like affliction. It has the power uh, to move what's in your life and use it instead of it using you. In other words, it, it, it takes it to an, a position of authority to where freedom can move into dominion. And those things no longer get you, not just that one-time event, 
but that entire kind of event has now lost its grip on you. You go to a church, you get hurt, it doesn't crush you anymore because you've learned comfort in that. You learn comfort in those and you pray different, you act different, you uh, respond different to it. That's, that's victory. That's going to give you spiritual growth because now you can get into the areas where other people may have just stuck their hurt and bitter and upset. And think about it. Now you're, you're going somewhere else. And now the next thing that happens and you find that comfort. You just you press in. You find it. And, you know, a lot of us, when we're going through something, the first thing we want to do is fight. We want to spiritually fight. We want to, you know, spiritually kick and punch and knock things down. But what we should do in the very first though, that we should be reading, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. That's what we should be praying before anything. Who comforts, and use, you know, use your name in it, but who comforts me in all my affliction so that I will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the same comfort in which myself, for I have been comforted by God. That's where you start. That's where you start. You get that comfort. You get that understanding. Your spiritual warfare, your fighting will change dramatically because you'll be so uh, occupied and pressing into God for his comfort instead of pressing in and warring and fighting the enemy the entire time. I mean, think about the difference in this, right? You have a person going through it who's fighting the enemy, they're rebuking, they're fighting, and you know, eventually they get jaded and they get upset and they get mad because their whole thought process is you know, about me and about what I'm going through and you're fighting the enemy and you're screaming and you're kicking and you're doing all this. And then there's someone you know, off on this side going through the exact same thing. And their attitude is, God, I'm praying to find your comfort. I'm praying to the God of peace, of comfort, who gives to me in all my afflictions. God, I'm reaching out to you to ask you for your hand of comfort in this affliction. I'm reaching out and I'm pressing in. Now, which one would you say is putting their mind on the things of God, who are pressing into the things of God? The one rebuking the enemy, fighting the enemy, screaming at demons. And I'm not saying there's not time for spiritual warfare. There is. And, and there's a great way of doing that. But there's also where, listen, God's got to be first, even in spiritual warfare. And everything we do, it's got to be an opportunity to grow. It's got to be an opportunity to find God on a level you never found him. And if you are struggling tonight, if you're in affliction, and you're not taking this moment to really press into God, to find a comfort you don't know, there's a, there's a chance that you've already developed a pattern in your life where everything that happens to you becomes a victim mentality. You, you blame other people. You're jaded. You're mad. You're angry. You're unhappy. And you just, you know, frankly, you're, you're ready to quit. You're just ready to give up. I want you to break that cycle off your life. I want you to break, um, and I'll call it nonsense because it is, break that nonsense off your life. Get rid of it. It's no good. Uh, instead, I want you to start saying, you know what? Nope, not going to do that. I am going to pray. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God who, of all, who comforts me, of all comfort. That's what I want you to pray. And I want you to keep praying that and reading this until you find comfort. Well, Jason, the Torah, you will find comfort. The Bible does not lie. God does not lie. His word is true. It's 100% truth. He would not say this if he's not the God of comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction. Not some, all, not part, all, in 
all of your affliction. There's never an affliction ever where you can't find God to comfort you. In. There's nowhere you can go in afflictions, struggles, trials, tribulations. Nowhere you can go that you cannot find the comfort of God. So instead of getting uh, maybe jealous or upset with people who seem like, oh, they're always up and doing good. No, what they found is comfort. Go ask them. How do you have it? Go ask them. Now, why am I telling you to ask them? Because the Bible tells us that those who have found that will be able to comfort you in your time of affliction with the same comfort that they got from God. Our answer is here in Scripture, and it's manifested through the lives of those who have been through something and have found that comfort of God. This is not impossible. This is not just a hope of fairy tale. This is the Word of God. It is true. It is a promise that you and I can live in. We can have this. You can minister out of it. You can prophesy out of it. You can signs and wonders, healing, deliverance. You can you can move in the gifts of the Spirit through the foundation, the platform, the 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 really great launching point, right? Of comfort. Of comfort and giving through that to other people. So I hope you're blessed. I hope this uh, uh makes you think about it a little bit and say, well, you know, your your comfort. And I want to read this one maybe two, one, two, maybe verses more with you. I've been saving to the end because I, I want you to really grab what God is doing for us, right? Verse six, but whether we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation, or whether we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which is working in your perseverance and the same suffering, which we also suffer. And our hope for you is firmly grounded, knowing that as you are sharers of our suffering. Listen, so also you are sharers of our comfort. I want to say this to last because I want you to grasp the beginning of it. You've got to press into God to get that comfort. So the promises of that comfort are yours. Don't skip to just saying our hopes firmly grounded, knowing that you share in our suffering. No, because I want you to I want you to get the sharing and suffering so you share in a comfort once you grasp how to get that comfort. So let's do this in step. Let's do it in order. Let's grow and mature as God is leading us scripturally and through the direction of the Holy Spirit. We want to first say, hey, you are the God. You are the God of comfort. You comfort me in all my afflictions. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find that. Once you get that, now I want you to move into the excitement and say, hey, uh, whether it's our affliction or comfort, salvation, comfort for your comfort, it's working you perseverance, the same suffering in which we suffer. And our hope is that you are firmly grounded, knowing that you are sharers of our suffering because of this. So also you are sharers of our comfort. And then get out there and share that comfort through your giftings, through the Holy Spirit, through the anointing of Christ in your life. Get out there and build the kingdom, right? Get out there and do it. Put your hands out there. Get your feet moving forward. And go build the kingdom and say, I'm doing this out of a platform, out of a, a part of a foundation of mine is comfort in all affliction. In all affliction, all of a sudden, the enemy no longer possesses the ability to crush you. Because when the afflictions come, no matter where they come from, it doesn't matter where they come from, you say this to God. You are my God of comfort. And in this situation, I'm receiving your comfort so that I may be a person who is used to comfort others as you have comforted me. 
What an amazing blessing and promise. I mean, amazing blessing and promise from God, isn't it? And then you wrap that into your gifting, and man, you are a powerhouse for God. And this this is spirit life. This is how you live a spirit life. We take these principles, we apply them into our life, and then we we manifest Christ out of us through these principles, these truths. And you know, it can't all just be teaching on deliverance and prophecy and healing and signs and wonders. We've got to have these foundational things because life is going to happen. You're going to go through things. And the prophecies and signs and wonders and healings are good. They're important. But you've got to be able to make it through life. you got to be able to make it through the things that you're going through and not get upset or jaded or bitter or pushed away. We want you to finish the race stronger than your start. So good foundation leads to strong manifestation of the gifts. Remember that. You get a good biblical foundation, your gifting will be strengthened, and the outward manifestation will keep growing. That's the order. Good biblical grounded, good foundation. The gifts will follow that foundation. You cannot build your foundation off of gifting. You've got to build it on the word of God. Then let that develop your gift and let those gifts uh, mature into a manifestation that people can notice and are hungry for and want to come and say, wow, show me what God's doing. Amen? Amen. So let me pray with you here. Uh, and we're going to wrap this up. And I see uh, CJ and Sherry and Mike and Angie. I can see a couple of not very good this part yet, but I'm learning. It's good to see you guys. Thanks for hopping on. Appreciate it. And uh, as always, if you're on Facebook, share uh, the videos, like the page, comment. We love that. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. And as always, go to pffministries.org. Everything you need to know about us is right on there. We always are looking for partners for prayer with the ministry, uh, financially as well. If you want to partner with us, put your hand to the plow. Uh, Lord willing, we, we receive that in Jesus' name. Uh, and if you are listening to this podcast or streaming, keep sharing them. We're reaching around the world, and we're blessed for that. The ministry is moving forward. God's doing some amazing things. Don't forget the 28th Tuesday at 7, Biblical Deliverance. Four weeks, it's free. I'm excited about that. It's going to help clear up some things and probably deliver some people from bad deliverance teaching so we're looking forward to that and find the comfort of god in your affliction get dominion in those things learn to use everything for the good because the bible tells us everything works towards the good for those that are called according to his purpose amen all right let's pray father we thank you for tonight we thank you for your word we thank you for speaking into our heart and to the depths of who we are and God, we're praying for anyone who's afflicted tonight or going through something, that they would find your comfort, that they would find your hand, they would find your mercy, grace, love, peace. They'd find it. They'd find that comfort, however they need that tonight. And they would learn to use that as a platform to building the kingdom as they mature and build in themselves. We thank you, Father, that you are a good God, that you our God who promised us comfort in affliction. We no longer need to be scared of them. We don't need to be worried about tomorrow. We don't need to run around just preparing. We just, you know what? We relax. We rest in you. We have peace in you. We have comfort in who you are by the promises and the truth of your word that does not lie, does not fade, does not return void. We thank you, God. We can stand on this and not have to be moved. Lord, we pray that you would be with everyone that you would reach them tonight, that you would help them where they're struggling, and that you would bring your revelation into their life. 
In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. TJ Price, Power for Freedom Ministries. Thank you for uh, joining us for Spirit Life. I'll be in Windsor, uh, 68 West Main Street on Sunday. And we are having our first Friday prophetic service coming up uh, in December. So look forward to seeing you there. Invite some friends. Uh, it's always a powerful time with the Lord. And God bless. Enjoy your holiday. And uh, hey, live in the comfort of God. Amen. Amen. God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode of PFFM Spirit Life Teachings. If you have any questions or comments, need prayer, or just want to reach out, please call or text 717-537-PFFM or email us at info at God bless.